Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. If you're going to bet on sports, bet with MyBookie.com, where instant access to the action allows you to bet anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code DRINKINGBROS and get started with a double deposit bonus up to $1,000 at MyBookie.com. Yeah! Welcome to the Monday Morning Recap Show, live at 410 Eastern Standard Time. My God, man. Thank God we went this late, right? Huge story. Just broke. Calvin Ridley, suspended for the year for gambling. Wonder who he was using. Right? (laughs) Was he using our picks? And was he betting on the NFL? I think he was betting on the NFL. Had to have been, right? Right. Why would you get suspended for sports gambling on another sport? Yeah. And, you know, as this is going on and coming down here, uh, Calvin Ridley is live tweeting this, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, his last tweet said, um, I bet 1500 total. I don't have a gambling problem. Oh, dude, he's going every minute. This is like, this is very Kanye yeah, he's fucking here. pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't even watch football at that point. Don't know what that means exactly. Like what? He was just was bored something wrong it? with his eyes. Well, he was. Well, he did take that mental health break. Sure. Mid-season. Sure, sure. So I don't know if the two are connected. Here's what I wonder what's connected is if he bet the unders in Matt Ryan's uh, passing yards and touchdowns every single game, um, that would probably make more sense. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not there. So I'm not there. So yeah, what, it's going to be under, under. Maybe. hammer the yeah. under uh, his last one. This was 30 seconds ago. Uh, just gone. G O N E. Just going to be more healthy when I come back. Yeah, you're going to have about two more years to figure this out because we're in March right now. Fresh legs. (sighs) Didn't work out so well for Josh Gordon, those fresh legs. Uh, You're in March right now. He's suspended for the entire season for all of 2022. Uh, That'll put you into fall of 2023. So, yeah, you're looking at about 18 months. Yeah. Until you're, you're able to come back to a football field if they let him. Right now, they haven't decided. The year is in place now. And they're going to see how he is, I guess, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, dude, this is a weird fucking story. So he gambled on games over just a five-day stretch in November of 2021. Okay. And does it... if, if you're not one week's worth of... So that over five days, does that mean Thanksgiving? I guess. And, and how much of an advantage do you have... Uh, when you're an NFL player and I guess all your friends are on other teams, like mm-hmm. it depends on what info they had on them. And then it depends on if you bet on the Falcons in all sincerity, because that you're tapped into on a day by day basis. Who's hurt friends that are right. hurt people that aren't playing um, what the spreads are and everything else. It Ever- said they didn't find any evidence of that of the Falcons. Okay. Th- no, it said they didn't find any evidence of him getting inside info from anybody. Like he, like he didn't find any evidence of him texting somebody and being like, "Yo, what's up with Stafford?" This or week? you know, him being able to control the game. Yeah, because he wasn't in. Like if he was playing, so yeah. like that would have been a bigger issue if he was gambling on the Falcons, but also was in the games. Yeah, that's kind of like the Pete Rose thing, right? It Even- is, and Pete Rose is is obviously now trending number two in the nation um, because Pete, who's been on the show numerous times, and he said this on the show numerous times, he bet on himself. He bet on the Reds. So I, I'd be curious to see if, if Ridley bet on the Falcons. 
I, I wouldn't. I'm a Falcons fan. I'm wearing a goddamn Falcons <laughs> shirt today, and I wouldn't bet on the Falcons. I haven't bet on the Falcons. I didn't bet on, on them in all of 2022. Right, but remember the final year of Jameis Winston at Florida State where mm-hmm. people were kind of proclaiming that he was point-shaven because they were so dominant the year before, and then the year after, they were winning games by like three or seven, mm-hmm. and they would always come back and win the game. Uh, and people were accusing Jameis Winston of point shaven. Maybe there was, you know, something with this Calvin Ridley situation where he could influence games like that. Maybe uh, this is a is a weird one. It's a is a weird story today, to be honest with you. Uh, I Calvin Ridley of all people, because the other thing too is like, dude, we've had a million NFL players on the show, current and former. Uh, the former ones. Some of them do bet. Some of them don't even watch the sport anymore. Yeah. Most um, of these dudes, maybe they're lying, but I feel like every time you ask, you're like, do you pay attention to the spreads? Every single guest, I ask the same thing, and they all say no. Yeah. Uh, and it, it seems genuine where they're like, dude, I have no yeah, fucking idea. Yeah, fucking the only know. person that really gambles still is Erlacher, and it's on golf. It's on golf? Well, he'll, <laughs> he'll, no, he'll bet on football, but he's retired. Right. He's been retired for six, well, he's seven way plus more seasons. locked into the PGA Tour right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the phone betting your picks. No lie, before the show started, we physically saw Erlacher asking Delco for his picks in golf, and then he was betting them, I mean, on his phone. And it was rad, but he's been retired for seven years. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, As far as active players go, this is a tricky one for me, only because gambling is in every facet of life right now, Um, every sport at least. I feel like everybody's gambling on everything. Look, you can pull up the gambling numbers if you want to. There's a team in Vegas? Yes, there's a, there's a team in Vegas. Can you gamble in that fucking stadium? If you can't yeah, yet. Yeah, you can gamble in the stadium. You can now? Yeah. Okay, um, and the other Wait, the other part about this is the NFL has a deal with Caesars. Yeah. They have a gambling deal. Yeah. Oh, dude, maybe Calvin wasn't using that sponsorship. So that's what I'm kind of thinking. Right. He wasn't using Caesars, and they're pissed off about it. Maybe Conflict they, of interest. They were using mybookie.com, promo code Drinking Bros, doubled his deposit. Calvin, double your deposit on mybookie.com, promo code oh, We Drinkin just got Bros. an email from them. I think he did. Did he? used our promo code. Great. Yeah. Like you put 1,000 in, you wake up with 2,000 in your account. Congratulations. Way to go, Calvin. Um, but uh, this is definitely going to scare everybody else off from doing shit like this for sure. Full fucking year. Yeah. Whew. I assume without pay. So he'll have to gamble now to make up for his salary. I, yeah, exactly. I hope the Falcons are able to cut him. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to trade him because of the me- mental health bullshit. Clearly, it wasn't that. We know the real reason. He was being <laughs> it was investigated. For a cool reason. Well, he was being investigated by the NFL. Yeah. If this started in no- November, mm-hmm. somebody knew. That's right around the time he dipped out. Right. It's like when, uh, the, when the PGA Tour suspended Dustin Johnson mm-hmm. and they weren't giving you like a legitimate reason. It was cocaine, but like they just wouldn't admit that it was cocaine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, another equally cool thing gambling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was no mental health issues. It was solely just him having just you know a few having bets out there. Yeah, yeah, letting him fly, betting what he knows. <laughs> Fifteen hundred dollars. If that's true, with the millions of dollars that Calvin Ridley makes, and he loses an entire fucking season and possibly a career. Yeah, over fifteen hundred dollars. My it's God, fucking bananas. Because the NFL's got to sit you down and say, "Hey, dude, you can't fucking gamble. You can't do X, Y, and Z." Right. Before it was, it's it's probably like uh, freshman orientation where they're like, okay, great, yeah, you got to go to this dorm, you got to do this and everything else, and you're like, all right, great, you know the rules. You can gamble. I mean, blow as much money as you want on the craps table mm-hmm. or fucking blackjack 
or whatever, just please stay away from the sports book. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, they're like, they would rather you punch a lady and no one see it than like one person watch you walk into a sports book at Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> and be yeah, like, yeah. like, God damn it. Yeah. They got a picture of Calvin walking into the casino. Fuck, dude. It's not the right casino. Because now, how does this affect the draft for the Falcons? Uh, you lose your. He was our number one guy because we traded Julio. Um, you lose your number one guy. Do you go with one of the the? I mean, Olave had a fucking great goddamn forty this this weekend of the combine. Uh, there's two receivers out of look. You got two receivers out of Ohio State, two out of Alabama. Yeah, but the yeah. Falcons always seem to have like a, a reserve of receivers, right? Yeah, of odd guys like that. Gage kid is is pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I don't know, even know where the fuck that guy came from, but I was pissed when we didn't draft CeeDee Lamb, um, audibly so, on this fucking show. We did a live NFL draft show, and I, I had a complete meltdown, and rightfully so, because I knew Calvin Ridley was probably going to gamble one day. <laughs> you knew. I knew. On the NFL. And I'm pissed off about it. Just had that fucking feeling. Just a gut feeling yeah. of like, man, I bet you that guy's going to gamble on the NFL. Um, so, I mean, still better, the better suspended Alabama receiver. Yeah, yeah, fucking a, dude. Is that crazy? I, sorry, it's hard to wrap my mind around because I'm like, man, yeah. Atlanta's had enough tro- pr- like problems with players over the years, and now this. Yeah, but Jesus still better than the rug situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, boy, he's going to jail for the rest for of his while, life. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that's a shitty one. Uh, we'll stick in the NFL here. Uh, Green Bay has offered Aaron Rodgers an entire Brinks truck to come back to uh, Green Bay and restructure his deal for a long-term deal is what they're saying. Do you think he, he comes back? I think he's back, yeah. Why would he retire now? No, 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 not back. I don't think he's going to retire. Do you think he, he comes back to Green Bay, or do you think he pushes a trade? He seems happier. He's At just, least towards the end of the season, he seemed happier. He's all fucking talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's going back. I think he's coming back. I Fuck think he'll him. finish his career in Green yeah, Bay. Yeah, he has a coach he likes, too. I'm pretty sure he likes that. I forget his name, but I f- think he likes that dude, the young guy who used to work for McVeigh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And all that. Like, yeah, and he's just, he's just all fucking talk. Like, he just makes a big fucking stink and then doesn't do anything. Well, the rumor over the weekend was that the, the Steelers were interested and then the odds shot up for their Super Bowl for next year. If he went to the Steelers, that would be a fucking devastating team. He has a really good team in Green Bay. Why would he leave that? I, I agree. But if he hates the owners so much that he wants out of there, look. So he hates the fans yeah, because all the, the fans, fans are the, the owners. owners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but does he hate them enough to, we're like Brady, where Brady was like, fuck you, I'm out. Favre was like, fuck you, I'm out. I'm towards the end of their Those careers. Those guys have balls. I, I agree. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the balls. He's all fucking talk. I've seen Favre's. We've all seen Favre. Favre, Favre is all balls. Yeah. All Not balls. a whole all lot balls. of dick. Not a whole lot of shaft for Favre. And that's disappointing, Giorgio. That's disappointing. You can't have that arm and a big shaft. God, God wouldn't let that happen. No, I think he's got a small penis. I think he's got a normal white man's penis. You can't have both in this nope. life. You've seen him. dick. Well, I blame him. I don't know that that's necessarily representative of his penis size as it is. He's just a boomer who's bad at technology, mm-hmm. and he didn't know how to take a good dick pic. Yeah. He's like, what's a dick pic? Do I just take a picture of my penis in whatever state it's in? Yeah. At this moment, yeah. he was wearing Crocs. He, was, he had probably just gotten wet. You know what I mean? There could have been a shrinkage. He didn't know. 
He didn't know how to do it. He's how, not gonna, how cold was it? Yeah, he's not going to take a dick pic the same way uh, a millennial athlete takes a dick pic. Sure. He's a fucking boomer. He's whatever, you know, he's old. I disagree, I disagree, Rob. I disagree wholeheartedly. There's something internal. Like, it's nature over nurture. You know when your dick looks good, and you know when it doesn't, and you know when to show it people, and you know when not to. I know. I think he just, his Wranglers were too tight. He took them off. <laughs> and it's just, that's what happened. Unsolicited. Yeah, yeah. unsolicited. I, did you see the I girl? Mean, he was that, in the yard. Yeah, like, yeah. wasn't he? He was outside. Yeah, he was in the backyard. Yeah. He didn't know what he was doing. Was he mowing grass? Because I, ha- I have a chubby when I mow grass. It's not out of the question that it was a total accident based on his location. No. <laughs> like, it, it definitely was not. Did you see the girl he sent it to? Yeah. Yeah. Jen Stelter, was that her name? Fucking smoke show. Like, yeah. I understand it. Um, you know, he's married and all that other shit. Right. You also, like, in the, in the boomer front, he's too old to understand that, oh, hey, this lives forever, and somebody's mm-hmm. going to get pissed off about this, yep. including also your wife from the of South. 30 years. Yeah, yeah. And- doesn't have a grasp on technology. No. No, wait, wait, wait. We, we glossed over this. Rob literally tried to say accidental dick pic. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, it, backyard, wearing Crocs, the way that looked, it's not out of the question that he was fumbling with his phone. I mean, I know he was also flirting with her. I'm, this, I'm being a little facetious, but it wouldn't, I wouldn't, it, you can't put it at 0% that he's just so stupid and bad at technology that somehow that happened. That's true. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm saying you can't put it at 0%. I mean, the way he's kind of aged in retirement, he kind of looks like he would have a lantern at a lighthouse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That he's just kind of going around in a storm and just kind of checking things out on his property. Yeah. He he looks like he's weathered from years of piloting an airboat. Well, he... A sea captain. Yeah, Yeah. he he has been. That's all he does. Yeah. He mows grass, Mm -hmm. coaches a little high school football here and there. Yeah. And then goes on fishing. Swamp boat, all that other shit. When yep. he was on the show last time, so we didn't get to ask him about the dick pic. Uh, that conversation took a weird I don't right think we turn. Were allowed? No, we were. Oh, okay, uh, we're always allowed to do whatever we want, yeah, right? I think they did. They request? Did they put Here, in? The, here's he the seemed a little checked out by minute five. Yeah. So but here's the honest to God thing. When, when the other, when his co-host started talking about the opioid addiction and then his kid dying, yeah, we great. couldn't we couldn't shift and do a hard <laughs> right into. Brett, tell me about that dick pic you took. Right. It just killed it for us. Absolutely fucking killed it for us. Let's go back to a time when your son was alive. And that was uh, Brett when you sent that dick pic in 2007. Yeah, dude. A simpler time. Yeah. Some would argue a simpler time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Combine was this weekend. The NFL Combine. Did you guys watch any of it? Not a, a single second. <sighs> I, I enjoy it because you're going to see shit that you're... I think it helps for the upcoming season. You're going to see shit that you would never see... Uh, humans do in real life. One of them was uh, Jordan Davis um, from Georgia. Yeah, the giant guy. Fucking 500 pounds that guy weighs. Yeah. And he ran a faster 40 than Pat Mahomes. Yeah, 4840. Yeah. yeah, Pat Mahomes caught a couple strays this weekend. Yeah. Saw that. Yeah. yeah they put yeah. him with, in a video with like three other quarterbacks. Yeah. That were quote unquote on his tier uh-huh. or like similar games. And yeah, Pat Mahomes was left in the dust. It was just like. They CGI'd or they just kind of yeah they overlaid it overlaid whatever. everybody's forty and Pat Mahomes was like it's weird whatever who are the other guys he's probably still a better like actual runner than them it was like yeah Russell Wilson whatever it's he's got game speed uh, I don't it, need his... and, and me neither and here's yeah. the, like for quarterbacks here's the other part of this is uh, if you're a running quarterback 
it's not that great in the NFL anyway. So uh, right. it you, doesn't it doesn't really work out. You need to be more like a Mahomes. Like what was Josh Allen's forty time? Because I doubt he's that fast either. But these dudes, Josh Allen's pretty fast. Is he? Josh yeah. Allen has the most hilarious forty of all time. If we could show it, we would. But I know we, we would get dinged by the NFL. Josh Allen ran oh, his entire four, forty six. with his oh, arms no. down to his sides like this. He never moved his arms from his side and ran the entire 40-yard dash. Josh Allen, quarterback, 40-yard dash. Yes. So Allen ran a 4-7. Yep. Pretty, pretty quick. Pretty That's good. fine. That's He's fine. big man. But here's the thing, though. Like, those dudes don't, those dudes don't get good rushes in the NFL. It's not, you don't want, like, a Lamar Jackson. You want a guy who's such a threat to pass that he can then go scoot for 10 yards because everyone else is downfield. Uh, perfect se- segue, Bob. Lamar Jackson was another hot topic this weekend. Okay. Um, Lamar Jackson was bitching that uh, there is a race bias at quarterback in the NFL, which I 100% disagree with. And he said, that's why I've got to win that championship. Um, uh, LeBron James decided to put out his podcast again. He, I guess he only does it twice a year. Good for him. He was on the mm-hmm. shop when he made these statements. Um, I don't think there's any, any race bias in the NFL for quarterbacks mm. whatsoever. There was like hardcore. At, at one point, but I mean, look. The, if you go Google like the questions Doug Williams got asked when he started the Super Bowl uh-huh. for the Redskins in the 80s, it was literally like, so do you think a black can win? Yeah, like there's Head shit, behind center? shit yeah. like that happened with Mike Vick, Donovan McNabb. Like it wasn't that long ago, and I, it's starting to kind of become less and less, but it's still, there's still like a prejudice there. I think a lot of it has to do more with the NFL being like deeply unimaginative yeah because they like to recycle a lot of stuff that's why there's a lot of retread coaches right there are a lot of retread coaches and they all they still for the most part have this idea in their head that all the quarterbacks need to look a certain way and that is typically like a big white a big white guy because even like i mean good lord like it wasn't easy for drew Brees to get a shot in the nfl and if you if you aren't necessarily a big white guy you still need to be like big and have like a giant arm like Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Big arm. So that makes, arm. that makes up for a lot of it. Lamar Jackson in college, like he put up insane numbers. But Bill Polian was talking about him being a receiver. Yeah. Yes. And, and I, the, the jury's still out on that. But the that jury is not out on it. Lamar Jackson won an MVP. Like, yeah, he's a great quarterback. Who, who he's a great quarterback. Baker Mayfield was rookie of the year. He are, fucking are, sucks. They are not the same. Big difference. They are not the same. Pretty goddamn close. Winning championships is always talk about on the show. Rodgers has won. We talk about how shitty Rodgers is, right? Just right, only well, winning one. Talk about how shitty the fucking Ravens are without Lamar Jackson. Are they? They H- are. Huntley looked fucking great last year. Huntley was okay. Another great. black quarterback. Um, as far as great. Vic goes and Donovan McNabb, those are both on our teams. Michael Vick was my dude. Mm-hmm. Zero championships. Donovan McNabb. Zero championships. Almost got us there. Uh, almost, right? That's, but that's the whole knock on it, right? Yeah, but there's just limited numbers. It was two guys. Like, yeah. you know, there was an entire other field of people to win championships, and I think those guys were really trendsetters, to be honest. But whose fault is that? It's all about talent. If you don't fucking have it, it has the, nothing to do with your race. You got to have there's, the talent Like, white you. guys just aren't good enough in the NBA. They're not. And why should we give a fuck about also, that? I feel like the NBA has gotten whiter recently. Yeah, I think well, it has Europe, been more European, more Europeans, You're still white. Yeah, yeah, but not a whole lot of American whites. Not a, American not a lot whites, of American whites. Not up to snuff. 
to me, I don't think race comes into any of this as far as athletics go. The best guy is going to get in there and win. I think and if you can't if, win a championship, again, you're out. Kind of it, going off his point earlier, like the old school mentality, you, you do have some of these guys that have been in front offices or coaches that have been in the game for a while. They probably have these just like stereotypes in their head that they go with, not necessarily just for race, but like in general. Well, and the other thing too is I think that they probably rightly think to an extent that they're – their job's going to be less in danger if they strike out on a Blaine Gabbert type than a Lamar Jackson type. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, he looked like a quarterback where it's like, for whatever reason, the assumption is like a guy like Lamar Jackson. Or even like a Baker Mayfield who's tiny, right. small. Like, they, I mean, Kyler Murray, yeah. tiny, small. So if you go with these non-traditional quarterbacks and you, yeah, and you fucking strike out like the Browns did, like, I guess... I'm on your side that I don't agree that they're just like, all oh, black people can't be quarterbacks. Like, I don't think that that but exists. that was a thing, like, not that long ago. Like, 15 years ago. F- 15 years ago, we had McNabb, we had Vic, we had, I, would, I mean... I would call it more like the 90s. Right, but there was, a, there was maybe narrative. The, maybe the 90s, I guess, but... Certainly, we're if you go... way past that now. Doug Williams was the 80s, and if you Google the shit they were asking Doug Williams, it's bananas. Well, Doug Williams, like, I so I remember that team. It was the Washington Redskins. Um, that was a running team. He wasn't that great of a quarterback. He was. It was more like a Trent Dilfer. And well, Trent Dilfer's white. Doug Williams is also sucks. a backup. Yeah, yeah. He came but, in and. But he came yeah. in. But they were still asking him questions. Even with all of that in mind, they were still like, "So, do you think a black guy can actually do it? You're gonna yeah. get the blacks over the hump like that?" It was bananas questions. Right. Sure. Like crazy questions that didn't make any sense. And if you look at like old draft footage from the yeah, like 80s, 90s, even the early 2000s, there's. Some questionable shit in there. Sure, but I think in today's NFL, uh, this weekend, because he's saying this still exists today, I, I don't think, I mean, more black quarterbacks are getting drafted more than whites in the last five years, I think. Yeah, mm. I agree. I don't think that the, I think the NFL is more or less over a like the, the like racial aspect of it, but I do think they still largely. Uh, they are, they're massively risk averse and unimaginative, which is why the NFL is extremely boring. Because even the combine this weekend, the one that they were sucking, this kid, they were sucking his dick the entire weekend, a guy named Harris out of Liberty, which, forgive me, I don't follow Liberty or anything outside he the top He was a transfer, Malik, Malik Harris, right? I think he transferred. Willis. Willis, that's it. Or, yeah. Yeah. Malik Willis? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so he's the guy where they were like, wow. Uh, they were showing a lot of footage of him. I mean, he threw a 60-yard pass on the nuts to this guy. That was great. His 40 time was great, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he was the dude coming out of there where they were like, yeah, that, that's the guy. And there was another black quarterback. I, the only one who was uh, Kenny Pickett, the only shit I heard about him was the same thing about Kyler Murray. We were like, hey, his hands are fucking hands tiny. Are tiny. Hands. Yeah. I think Kenny Pickett is a, a normal quarterback build, quote unquote, though, isn't he? Or is he a little small other than the hands? Yeah, but he, he runs a little bit. He's kind of like a poor man's. I'm trying to think of like a good comp for him. Yeah, but I mean, he's 6'3". 220 so he's built like a quote-unquote quarterback built like a josh allen um i will say that that goes both ways because i remember when uh uh in terms of the nfl being unimaginative and race kind of playing into that a little bit like the same thing happened with christian mccaffrey yeah that people like subtly were like does he have the speed or like mm-hmm. yeah. you know like, what I mean? Like, to be a white running was, back. I forget who it was, but there was a black commenter on NFL Network. I remember seeing it, and he was like, "We just need to talk about this. Like, we're saying this about him because of his fucking race." Yeah, yeah. There was a like, we wouldn't. He's like, we wouldn't <laughs> say this about a black running back in college who put up these numbers. I know. I had the same conversation with a neighbor of mine because Texas athletics, as far as football go, are 
lights out football wise. One of my neighbor's kids is a white running back. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, he's meeting with Ohio State. And I was like, not going to get past that meeting, bro. I don't think we've had a white running back there in 30 years. Uh, Maybe a fullback. (laughs) Right. No, he's not big enough for a fullback. But either way, I'm like, we've never had a white running back there. There's no fucking way that. And sure enough, he didn't didn't end up at Ohio State. Um, You're not going to be a running back. You're not going to be a corner. No. I think there is finally a white cornerback in the NFL again this year, or there was. For Who is it? You know, I've, Jason Seahorn's child. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem to me with this is, again, I don't think it has anything to do with race on any talent. That's it. All anybody gives a shit about is your talent. That's it. Um, you Just could also win. make the argument too that, uh, especially these inner city kids that grow up aren't running pro style offenses, so it's just kind of like a backyard deal where they're not necessarily the most polished coming out. Yeah. Just the system that they run. And yeah, you know, you go to like Westlake or you go to like one of these white, like pretty standard, like all white schools, mostly white schools. They're running kind of just like, they, they rely on the system that is they're pro style and pro style, but they're running like pa- pretty ha- impressive, like pass heavy. It's system. pretty, it's pretty close to pro. Right, style. Like they don't have I- enough talent that they, so they have to overcompensate with the actual system. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was the same way when I played as a kid. I mean, shit. Um, I played all the way up through high school and, um, you know, obviously got a ton of offers and all that other bullshit, which I've talked about on another show. But, like, it gets to a certain point where I, I know it was an all-white team from the suburbs. Whenever we were facing black teams or a black quarterback, they could just beat us with speed and we would get fucking housed. Uh, Marietta, we used to get killed by the school, Marietta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Zaire went there. Um, they, they beat us 50, 58 to 0 one game. Um, I thought Marietta was pretty suburban. No, it is all black. Okay. Um, and they would just run on us. No matter what we did defensively, we were just not fast enough. And then to when you play up. like the school that has just all white, uh, like an all white roster, they just nickel and dime you down the field the entire time. Yeah. 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 And well, we would get destroyed. I don't know. I don't. I, most of the black quarterbacks have so much talent and God given natural ability. Mm-hmm. They don't need to learn a system because they're like, fuck it. And a high school coach certainly isn't going to tell you to, hey, you should be more like a pro-style quarterback and not run so much when you're scoring 80 fucking touchdowns a year. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's, it's both of those things. And it's not, the, it's not the, the right amount of coaching as a high school athlete where you're like, hey, dude, the coach doesn't care. We're yeah. winning games. I mean, I agree. Back to the original point, I'm, I'm fine with Lamar Jackson being a little indignant and still pissed off that people are like, oh, maybe he should be a fucking wide receiver because he's legitimately a top 10, 11 quarterback in the NFL. Like, he's in the top third of the league. We'll find out. This was the year, and this is what I said before the year started, where injuries, if you're a running quarterback, injuries will start to catch up with you, and well, he missed a bunch issue. of games. His only, yeah, that's the issue. It's not... He's his, pretty good at not getting hit. Yeah. It's not like he's Kyler. But the speed is the first thing that goes. Yeah. So that's really, I guess, the issue. But, like, yeah, I mean, the best quarterback in the league is black. Yeah, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, Pat Mahomes. He's by far the best quarterback in the league, I think. Is he half white too? Mm-hmm. He is. He yeah. is okay. But I mean, his dad, who is black, was a major league baseball pitcher. He, I think he's. That's right. I think he's getting the yeah. genetics from. So, and and from that's, his pro athlete dad. That's the other hard part I have with this is like the best, in my opinion, Pat Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the league. The best quarterback is black, and he's won a fucking Super Bowl two years ago. So yeah. it's like nobody says shit about Pat Mahomes other than his dickhead brother and his fucking fiance. Like, nothing. There's no critique on Pat Mahomes. Really. He needs them then, Ross, as PR. Well, no one's talking about him if they're not. He announced he's moving to Los Angeles, so he will be away from the family. Uh, thank Christ. 
Yeah, if there's one, th- one place Jackson Mahomes doesn't want to go, it's Los Angeles. Well, he's there. He's moving. He, he announced it on Twitter. Jackson is? Yeah. Oh, I think he said Pat was. No, no, no. Oh, Jackson, Jackson yeah. Okay, cool. He can go be a TikTok star. Yeah, yeah. He's going Thank to do all the things. God. He'll fly to every game. In what, are y'all, what are y'all thinking he won't? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, brother. <laughs> probably. Probably. You're not going to keep that goddamn wife out of the spotlight. <laughs> they probably have a PJ. Yes. Yes, easily. He's, he's worth a half a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, that last contract was. And then he owns, what, the Chiefs? Or no, not the Chiefs. Uh, the Royals. Sorry, the Royals. Yeah. And was there one other thing? Did he, is he a part of that soccer team, too? Sporting? Yeah. KC? He might be. Um, it's pretty impressive what he's been able to do. Uh, breaking news to former UFC champion Cain uh, Velasquez. Uh, denied bail, Giorgio. Yep. Um, California love. God damn it. That state just keeps getting more and more horrific. This Do you know more about this fucking story, Giorgio? I don't. He, sh- he, he yeah. should have. Yeah. Should be. I have not updated any more than we talked about. I believe it was fake news on Thursday. Well, did you hear what Rogan's comments were after the fight? No. Okay. So Rogan, yeah. Joe Rogan came out and said, uh, my only regret is that he didn't kill him with his bare hands. Which is what we ironically said on this show right. about a week ago. Um, he said that after in, in the press conference afterwards, and uh, and Dana White kind of reiterated the same thing. Yeah, every, every UFC fighter is on his side. Oh yeah, just dude. being like I would have done the same. I thing. think every man is on his side with kids. Yeah, where it's just like fucking a. I think there is like a free cane. There's movement. yeah, there's a yeah. movement and a hashtag and all that shit. It did not work. So uh, he was denied bail in this murder case. Where's this Santa Clara? Mm-hmm. Yeesh, that's right outside of la we used to shoot there all the time he says uh the judge is saying that uh it's a woman too go fucking figure uh risk is too great to let him out because of the extreme recklessness i mean he's definitely he will probably go yeah. after <laughs> that man see here's the thing i'll play devil's advocate here just to an extent he needs to batman the guy right batman has rules batman doesn't kill the person he beats them to a pulp and then tosses them at, to the door of the police Correct. station. Correct, yeah. Just give him his due process. I mean, break his skull, <laughs> but give him his due process. Yeah. No, no. This is America, all right? You're two stories up, and it's like, this fall won't kill yeah. me. Be like, I'm, not, I'm counting on it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's, what, that's what he needs to do. He does. Uh, you can't just be firing off rounds. Uh, I, I get I, it. I get it. Also, yeah, when you, your hands and your legs are weapons. Yeah. Like, you don't need a gun. I, I just think it would have been personally more satisfying. Yeah, probably. It's pretty quick. You know? Like, a, a gun isn't really that satisfying. Yeah. That's too quick. Actually, yeah, beating quick. another man with your hand. And honestly, oh, it's the best. bleeding out might even be a little peaceful, depending on where it happens and how it... Oh, yeah. You know? No, 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 The guy's on the run. He knows that Kane's after him. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's kind of hard to yeah. get that close. He should, Kane should have been Batmaning the guy. <laughs> Rob, i'm gonna throw this microphone at you <laughs> i like it uh let's... you don't have the fucking arm strength to do that from, Ooh, that, from that kind of distance look at that dude you're look not an athlete that, dude. you're a wrestler no don't throw you're gonna take out a camera i know that dollar mic uh we'll stay in the ufc here did you watch this card this weekend with uh jorge masvidal and uh colby covington i did what'd you think it went exactly like me and dan Colby go. literally did exactly what he was going to do. Like everyone thought he was going to do. Yep, just ride it out for five rounds. You Boring know. fights. This uh, is exactly what would have happened if Masvidal did not knee Ben Askren in the face. Yeah, well, uh, no, I don't know about that. But uh, 
What, where, where does Jorge Masvidal go besides like a, a Conor McGregor fight? Or he's a prize fighter. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's still got a big name. He's still, but he's not. The last three fights of his have been dog because, shit. Not because he keeps going against grapplers. Like, he that's not. To, he just got to keeps trying to win. The matchmakers need to just give him a good striker. Like, so hit. who is that? Who does he fight then? Uh, Nate McGregor. Diaz, McGregor. Yeah, you could run the Diaz fight back. They want to do that. Uh, although I think uh, Nate only has one fight left on. His contract, his contract, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, fuck it. At there's this not, point, not, there's not let, a lot of guys to give him because, like, he, no. he's, he's an in between fighter. Because, like, for a while, you were like, is he gonna make a run for the title? Then he fought Usman on short notice. The fight was kind of okay, a lot of foot stomping. So, you're like, maybe with a real camp, he can actually go after him. Loses doing well again. Then we see what Usman does to Col- uh, Colby again. So, it's really just kind of watching those guys go for literally. Scraps. He just signed a deal. So, like, just give him guys that are fun fights to give him. Non wrestlers. So Jorge Masvidal signed a deal. Yeah, he's 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 good. So he's staying for a while because sure. it was trending on Twitter afterwards of uh, bare knuckle boxing. Right. A lot of people want to see him in that. So do I. Well, well he, he has the. Uh, I think he has ownership in that. Uh, no, he's part of ownership in a bare knuckle MMA league. Correct. Uh, but Ross, what I wanted to point on is you're kind of sounding like you're a fan of the sport. Like you're like, oh, Masvidal's fight was boring. I want to see a better fight. I want to see better. Guys. Oh, I, I am a hundred percent a UFC fan. No, I'm saying like I lo- now, I lo- now it's not just about like the talk or the drama or like the big punches. No, no, no. Like that's why were- I watched that fight. It was simply the talk and the drama. I mean, the shit talking in that was legendary. Even Colby Covington afterwards. All that guy does is talk shit and bring attention to the sport. Yeah, but after you watch him lose to Usman twice, aren't you a little like kind of just like bored with it? Yes. I, I, well, for me personally, like let's let's fire away. I don't want to see any wrestling. I don't want to see any fucking grappling. Let's just fire away. And the 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 bare knuckle boxing doesn't have the star power that I want. Where I'm like, God damn it, man! Let's put these guys toe to toe and then just have them swing to the death and see a bunch of blood. I mean, they should do the Connor fight now because like. That would just do gangbuster numbers, incredible numbers. Uh, still, even though both are coming off losses, and I I, don't care, I would be the first one to pay for it. Connor's walking around at like whatever he is now, like two hundred pounds, one ninety, just like a fat (laughs) fuck. Because there's mystery in that fight. You actually don't know who would win, and they're both epic shit talkers. You're like, can Connor really compete at one seventy? It would just be a fun build up. It would be a fun actual fight because the guys would never want to try to take each other down. Um, It would just be two dudes just throwing haymakers and trying to catch each other and masvidal would wreck him but it'd be fun it'd be fun dude and i'm in for that uzman is too boring for me to watch and gano is too fucking boring for me to watch Um, why is uzman born for you because he's won his last few fights like so clean like uh, jorge masvidal was one of them and he was just stomping on his feet the entire time no that was the first second one he knocked him out cold yes and i enjoyed that like that was great, but that was also the end of Jorge Masvidal for me. Where like he's just not on that level anymore. And then he the Colby was. fight was great. Uh, it was, was right. awesome. It was all right. It was a war. It was all right. It was a great fight. I want to see fucking big people slap each other that, in the face. The so. real question is, where, where does Colby go from here? Because he's lost to Usman twice. Well, he called out Poirier after the fight. Does that that's, happen? That's, that's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Dustin doesn't want that because a Dustin much smaller man. Okay, I, I, it's a lot of money though. Yeah, but also, is it, like, is Colby really a name like that now? Like, is he no. someone that you can like be hyped to fight and like try to get some pay per view draw? Like, he's not that to me. Like, Dustin is much more of that after those two Connor victories, but he has to be very particular about who he fights next. No one's excited to watch a Colby fight. I agree. I, I think people are excited to watch him lose. 
Which is why, like people, like for me personally, I didn't bet on that fight. But he won't. The odds unless were he fights Usman minus three hundred. But he, here's the thing: there was a lot of people who did bet on Masvidal. Drake included. He, just he of dropped one hundred and seventy-five k. They don't want to. They don't want to lay that minus three ten. You know? Yeah. They're which like, I couldn't. I couldn't bring oh, myself to bet this, it. I mean, this is a great time. A great segue, Dan. So that minus three ten is hard to take. And if you're in the MMA community, you knew that Colby Covington was most likely going to win this fight. Like, like you could have gave Masvidal a shot, but everyone... If you're betting on Masvidal, you were hoping for that one shot he landed in the fourth round, but he was too fucking tired to actually follow up because he did hurt Colby. He did, but... He reminds me of Nate Diaz, where there's one shot, doesn't follow it up, and everybody cheers, and it's like, oh, he can fucking win, and he can't win anymore. It's weird. What I want to talk about is parlays. His last few fights has been Usman, Usman, Colby. So it's a... Just yeah, like the top guys get them, get them some, get them some middle of the run guys that want to strike. No wrestlers. Masvidal, if he fights again, should never fight. But a that's wrestler boring, again. Dan. Let's go McGregor, brother. That's the, that's the only. That's the only play is the McGregor play because you you pushed him as a star. You kept building this guy up. You don't really want to watch him like flame out. Like you don't. And McGregor's supposed he, to fight yeah, this summer, allegedly. Be, Masvidal's a star. He can fight whoever he wants. Someone's going to buy it. Kind of, but he's really lost the luster after the two losses to Usman because you no longer look at him as the champ. You just look no, at him as Yeah, nobody's ever yeah. seen Masvidal. He's always been a journeyman, but he's just been exciting. So like, it's not like he's ever been... Nobody's ever considered Masvidal like a contender, even though he's gotten those title shots. shots, but that was off pure just excitement and just being able to sell pay-per-views. It's not because he earned it. Can I bring up a, a really dumb idea here? Yeah. Um, and is there any shot that someone would open up uh, some form of Kimbo slice backyard shit in Miami where it's just live on YouTube and you're like, hey, dude, we're going to watch these people kick the yeah, shit out of shit. each other? What, what's that it's, shit we, called, Giorgio? It's called Street Beefs. Me and Dan street. were watching it earlier. There was a guy <laughs> called Baby Hulk versus uh, like the Russian Reaper. Or so I've never seen this. I already love it. Like yeah. I'm already all in just from that one sentence description. So it's it's on grass normally, and they sometimes they have a fence. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. Pool noodles. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> they're watching the pool noodles. Yes, the yes. Ring. Uh, they 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 fall into the camera guy all the time. Like is it on? Is it on YouTube? Oh yeah, it's it's a massive channel. It's street beefs. This is fucking great, dude. It's not as good as you think. It's not. There's a lot of bad fights. Okay. All right. The female fights are particularly bad. The female boxing fights are particularly bad. Wow. Is there anybody great in that? Nunez, I I guess. I don't know. No, these these are different. These are not athletes, Ross. Okay. Okay. This is like if Jesse fought when she was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Like dead ass. She's still pregnant, by the way. Uh, Bob, look up the numbers for uh, Colby Covington here while I, I read these ads. Uh, first up, mybucky.com, promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit up to $1,000. Do you love sports? How about making money? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then mybookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with mybookie.com make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code Drinking Bros, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000 with thousands of bets. To make all your favorite sports, there's no shortage of ways for you to win at mybookie.com. On top of having amazing lines and props, they have the best golf lines in the biz, by the way. Uh, mybookie.com is also home to several exclusive contests and promotions that you can't find anywhere else. Get off the couch and get in the game with mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposits. Uh, that'll turn your love of sports into a whole new side hustle. Head to mybookie.com today. Use the promo code Drinking Bros to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com. Next up, hardafseltzer.com. It is out. 
uh, and available in 42 states right now. Uh, we are everywhere. Uh, did a show about it on Friday. We did a, a new business show. We're going to do it once a month. Boom, there it is. Bob's having some right now. Because you guys are doing hardcore or softcore history tonight. Yes. You don't go hardcore. We never we go never hardcore. We go softcore history tonight. Some, you don't uh, always have to fuck her hard, okay? Yeah, soft is fine. Mm-hmm. Soft is fine. Um, but uh, it's available in 42 states. It'll ship right to your door and uh, and relax on the pricing. It's going into grocery stores very soon and convenience stores and all that stuff. However, we wanted to get it out to the people. Let us know what your favorite flavors are. Go to hardafseltzer.com today and just get it shipped to your house. Uh, next up, WNBA star Brittany Griner. Rested in Russia. Bob, you texted me that over mm-hmm. the weekend. Yep. And then the more digging I did, it turns out it was actually three weeks ago. Right. So she's been in prison for three weeks yep. over hashish oil. Which, to be fair, we have no idea if that's true. Right. But how did the U.S. government not know the top WNBA player was, was locked in a Russian jail? My guess is they did. Really? Yes. So why, why didn't anybody say anything? This is what I can't figure out. I don't know. She's a political prisoner. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> She's our honestly, greatest if asset. you wanted to get the entire left behind the war, a WNBA star getting arrested for weed. Who's gay? Hey, gay. Yeah, who's gay? Who's gay? Yeah. yeah. Gay, yeah. black, WNBA star arrested for weed by a fascist government. <laughs> I mean, come on. I we just do, like NATO the, would be bombing Moscow right now. I think it's just because the WNBA is non-existent. And they didn't, they just genuinely didn't know. They were like, huh? Oh, yeah. fuck. That's oh, our yeah. best player. It also, I mean, they probably knew. They, I, someone knew. I, I don't know how high up. Maybe, maybe the CIA is like, it's, Why was you don't need to send that in up. Russia? Playing basketball. Playing basketball. So but WNBA the, players play basketball. They actually get paid more in the Russian leagues. Yeah. I was going to say, it wasn't a WNBA game. No, she was playing for a Russian team. So there's a couple of interesting things. And she had this. a weed pin, basically, is what it sounds like. If she had anything at all. I don't necessarily trust the Russian government saying that they found something. Like, what an easy thing to say, right? Yeah. Like, oh, she had drugs, like, whatever. Uh, maybe she did. That's not out of the question by any means. And if she, dude, if she did, like, you're one of the actual rich WNBA players. Yeah. Just leave your two weed capsules in the trash at the hotel room. Yeah. You don't need to fly with it. Which makes me think that that probably didn't happen. But if it, if it did, that she damn, that's at the airport? Dumb. What? Did she get arrested at the airport? She got arrested at the airport. At the airport, yeah. I think a drug, they said drug-sniffing dog or something. Yeah. Definitely doubt that. It's more bomb-sniffing dog. But here's the thing. Sniffing. She's very obviously American, right? So uh, Real quick, yeah. uh, Ray Ray Gomez is saying, ah, the sounds of Old Torf. Uh, obviously, you could hear the sirens going yep. off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll be out of here in about uh, four or five months. Uh, it's lovely now. but I love uh, it. We will love Old Torf. <laughs> I feel like it's like I battle stay. tested all of us. Like we all had to fight a hobo at least once. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was here Saturday. There was a murder next door. Was it really? There was like five, like five or six cop cars just That's circled great. around. Oh, I mean, that could have been great. just a death. Yeah. Could have well, been no D. Me and Dan were discussing we need to negotiate guns into our salary. We have, we, we have I, Look, we I've always gifted. got one. Dan's always got one. Dan puts his on the desk. I, we I don't do gifted it. guns all the Nick time. Nick has one. Yeah, you guys want them? If you want them, we'll fucking get them for you. We have every connection in the world to get you. Whenever find something you well, like, no, no, Ross. <laughs> I believe like. a real man should kill others with a compound bow. <laughs> we can get you one of those too. Apparently, 
I watched something over the weekend with a guy fucking running outside with a bow, and I was like, is that fucking real? His, his claim that it, he was more accurate that way. Uh, hey, there was a recent mass shooting with a... With a bow. With a bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget where it was. Yeah. It was not in America. It no, it America. wasn't America. Yeah. It wasn't America, but uh, if you feel confident with it, you do. One like of the Andy Norwegian Stumpf. countries. That's, if Andy Stumpf, if you robbed his house, yeah. I, he, he would shoot you with a bow, not a, not a fucking gun. That's a terrifying mass shooting, by the way, because you don't know where the shots are coming from. You don't hear you anything. can't hear it, no. It's like, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> If you're like, what? What? Like, you don't know where to go. I think you figure it out pretty quick. Maybe. You get, you get I, down. And the thing is, too, I'd rather take a bullet. Like, yeah, getting, because no. getting shot with an arrow is just getting stabbed. It is. It is. And I don't want that. No, nobody wants that. Yeah, at all. <laughs> um, and I recently read a Reddit thread that was like, what hurt worse, getting stabbed or getting shot? And it was like 90% to 10% getting stabbed. Also, really? getting, I getting, getting shot stabbed. burns. Yeah, but also getting shot with an arrow, you're just living out the plot to a CW superhero show. So, not the good part of it. Not the good part. You're not Arrow. No. Yeah, no. You're the. You're not one of Arrow's friends. You're you're looking at 1883. Yeah. Home Home Girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to spoiler alert at the end of it, but was uh, one of your co-stars in Arrow. Uh, yes, Willa Holland. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. What are you doing? You big Willa Holland fan? Season four, of the OC. Yeah. Fuck. Oh dude. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. People loved her. Rob was a big uh, CW superhero fan. You had The Flash. Smallville. I did not. There was a Daredevil show, I think, at one point. Daredevil was on. My my buddy was on Smallville, Michael Rosenbaum. Another Daredevil show. That show was was great in his time. That show was huge. He was so rich. I I can't wait till he comes on the show, by the way, uh, because he's got his own, but she's in LA, and it's like, I'm not going to LA. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, he's got his own. The best story he ever told about Smallville was, uh, uh, because he likes to fucking party and fuck girls. Yeah. he during the the off season of Smallville, his hair grows back. He's got a full head of hair. People didn't know. Oh, and this was Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Oh, correct. okay. Yeah, he played Lex Luthor. So um, he's at Hard Rock Hotel when it was big in Vegas. I mean, that certainly had its time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he walks downstairs with his buddies, with his bros, and they're like, "Man, we want to party. Like you're famous, you can get us on all the shit." Nobody recognized him with hair. <laughs> and it, uh, he goes, "Dude, I was." I was good on that after about an hour. And yeah. I was like, it's, it's better being famous. He went upstairs and shaved his fucking head. Went downstairs and everybody was like, Lex Luthor! Let's fucking party! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Clubs, tables, everything. And yeah. like, he's cool like that. He'll tell you that story. He has to be a bald dude. <laughs> I know, dude. I know, man. That Plus, was the how, only shitty thing. Whatever. How big was primetime television back then? Massive. Uh, it, it's beyond comprehension. Seventh Heaven? All of it, dude. All of it was so big. Now it, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's Reba? Just dog shit. Now it's like, great. What channel are you on? Hulu. I'm on Paramount Plus. Somebody hit me up uh, last night. You're FDR not, American you're just, Badass. You're not getting the same syndication dollars, you know? No. And, and it's too many places to ask people to buy. So like last night, yeah. somebody took a screenshot of uh, FDR American Badass. Just sold to Paramount Plus. And they're like, hey, dude, I'm watching. I'm like, great, man. But how do you tell people to go? Hey, get that 90th subscription to that other channel. That yeah. which what else is on there? I don't know, 1883, that's it. Like, what do you do there at that point? Yeah, they got the South Park as well. Oh, do they really? Yeah, the South Park movies. movies. Nah. Not the show. Yeah. Yeah, HBO Max has the show. Now yeah, HBO kind of still has out. the cachet of like, right. hey, dude, I'm on HBO or Netflix. They just have the catalog too, right? No. HBO doesn't miss. No. Very rarely they miss. Uh, I still have Showtime. And even half the time they miss, there's enough boners that are like, no, actually, it was great. Like, what was that? Carnival? Or not Carnival. 
What was the oh, show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Carnival. The, the Carnival show? Yep. Yeah, Carnival. Yeah, it was yeah. Carnival. Where, like, uh, what's his, was it Nicholas Stoll? He was like Jesus mm-hmm. or something? Yep. Yeah. Don't act like you didn't watch it, Rob. My, it my go- no, it was awful. My it go-to was- shit on HBO show is uh, The Deuce. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. What, I don't even know what that is. That's, uh, James, James, James Franco. Franco playing his own twin. Oh, sounds terrible, yeah. It's terrible. It's about the porn industry. It's awful. I wanted it to be good. We all did. Yeah. We all wanted it to be good, and it wasn't. Uh, we also all wanted uh, Delco Dan to pick a winner in golf this week. I did not. And he did for one round. <laughs> yeah. One round. Uh, Roy McElroy was your guy. Shot a 65 on Thursday. Holy shit. All of us in the office Seven were fucking, under. I mean, just stroking out in public. The final score, the, the winning score wasn't even seven under. Not even close. It was five. Five. It was Scotty Scheffler who five. has now won twice this twice year. in his last three starts. He's the only guy to win twice on tour this year. Uh, no. Who? Hideki. Where? Hideki won in Hawaii and he won, uh, I think technically the Zozo in Japan was uh, this season. Do we count? Is it, does it count though for the PGA? Yeah. Eh, we sure about that? You don't sound confident. I, I'm, I'm going to count it. All right. So, so each of them have two victories? Yeah. Okay. So, um, right. Players know. Championship this week. Players I feel good in you. We're, we're sniffing around. We're yeah. feeling good. We hit a few top 20s this week, so that was good. Who? Who ended up in the top 20 this Chris week? Chris Kirk. Okay. Our, our boy, our Florida. We might just keep riding Chris Kirk top 20s. Well, I mean, Taylor Gooch would be another one. Just keep riding him for top I'm, 20s. I'm, I'm so anti-Gooch. He's there, he's there every, whether we like it or not, nope. he's there every fucking Unless time. Unless we gamble on him, because then he doesn't make the cut. <laughs> I'm out on Gooch, because anytime I touch Gooch, it never pays off. So, huge weekend this weekend. This is the Players' Championship. Um, the, the fifth major. Yeah. I, what, I wish, I wish why, why not just incorporate it and have a fifth major? It's a great course. History, uh, whatever. Um, it's just the PJ Tour. This is their biggest event that they actually run, because they don't have any say in the other four majors so they try to make this a big deal uh it's one of the strongest fields in golf usually a big name wins us uh i'm looking uh, i don't want to tease anything for tomorrow but sure. uh, we'll have our picks tomorrow uh for the players championship but there's some uh some value out there okay i'll say that uh one guy who won't be there is phil mickelson he is out and so is bryson DeChambeau. phil makes sense because you know he is constantly at war with the pga tour now so going to their biggest event would not make sense yeah yeah. So he's out of that. Is he playing the Masters? Yes. I'm for sure going to play the Masters and for sure going to play the PGA Championship because they have nothing to do with the PGA Tour. And the, the beauty of Phil Mickelson right now um, is they'll put him on in a money afternoon slot so they can really ride those ratings for the Masters because people are going to watch just out of curiosity of, of mm-hmm. what happened and how he's going to react to this. Tiger, if he goes out there and shoots low, it's fucking on. Tiger is not playing the Masters, by the way. Oh, he's not? Tiger won't. Oh, is this breaking news? Or no, you actually know it. No, I for she's for sure not going to play the Masters. He's not ready. He's not. Yeah, but his odds are still better than people like Max Homa, which is funny because like <laughs> I picked Homa this week. Homa's been playing well. He's been playing great. Yeah, but top twenty. Homa, I think, tweeted out I think like last week when he looked at the Masters odds mm-hmm. and he saw Tiger Woods had better odds to win the Masters than he did. And he's like, he he just tweeted out the fucking Alonzo morning gif where he's just like, you know, when Tiger has better odds to win the Masters when he's not even going to play. Yeah, it was just, just like. like uh, uh, um speaking of which i wanted to ask you uh what this pip is there's a lot of controversy over the weekend of this it's a bonus yeah so the for the most popular players on tour most popular players on tour it's supposed to help kind of the the problem that phil has with the pga tour is that the bigger names it's it's kind of like uh 
it's earned on the course with how much money you can make, but he wants the bigger stars to be able to make more money for showing up. Mm-hmm. So the PIP is just another excuse for them to hand out like $8 million to, or $40 million between eight people. Yeah. And speaking of which, number one was Tiger Woods, uh, who was not played in a very yeah, long time. should probably not get any of that. He got $13 million. Yeah, I know. And then, well, Phil, Phil too. Phil barely plays, and he still got some of the PIP money. So how do you change that? Uh, and is it rewarding people for making the sport more exciting? Because that's what it seems like. That's what they're trying to do. And that's kind of what, so that's what started like the Bryson stuff last year and the Brooks stuff and the little rivalry they had. Kind of manufacture some things, some drama to just kind of make golf interesting. I like it. I just, look, you can't give the money to, the, to a guy who hasn't played in a year, though. That's, that's fucked up. Or it's just kind of like them back paying Tiger for all the money he's made over 20 years or so i guess he's finding endorsements but i mean look the the biggest thing that he's done in a year was crash his car down a hill well he also and played, he got 13 million he also played it. with his son yeah he did but was that a pga tour event no it was a charity golf tournament okay yeah that the dailies won. that the dailies won. yeah now let's give john daly all the money you know that guy over the weekend was awesome again um a leaked phone conversation between him and donald trump was posted mm-hmm. oh yeah where Trump I, just I like get this guy on the, Russia? Dude, I got to get this guy on for a full hour. That's my goal. What, uh, he's been Trump? on the show twice. No. Oh, no, Daly. Daly. We got to get Trump Daly as well. For like, ever. John Daly, I just want a full fucking hour with him. I think we've had two shows with him on for like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. 15 minutes. And he's got endless stories. Like, you could do a four-hour show on that oh, guy. Sure. It'd be the best. And the fact that Trump was calling him at lunch yeah. was awesome. Like, what the fuck? Or did Daly call Trump? How does that work? They're all intermingled and they're all friends with Greg Norman, who is constantly still trying to push the Saudi League. So, I mean, the Saudi League's not dead yet. It's not dead. It's not dead. That was the next question I was going to ask. Because you got got Greg Norman involved. You have the old head of the PGA Tour kind of running. They They hired him to run the Saudi Golf League. It's not dead in the water yet. And, you know, Trumps are involved. They're going to play on some of the courses here in the United States on Trump courses. So. There's plenty of money still there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you, what's your best guess for the end of this thing? I think that's why Bryson's not playing. <laughs> no shit. Bryson's not going to play until he, this, this golf league goes through. I but think he's, he, he's he, made, he made a statement saying he was not going to play in this fucking thing. Was that all bullshit? I think it was him saving his ass. I think he, he saw Phil burning the bridge to the Saudi golf league, bailed just like everyone else because everyone else was a coward. And now a few weeks have passed. He's waiting I would for also distance myself from that statement in particular. Yeah. Khashoggi or? The Khashoggi part was the least disagreeable part of that statement. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? <laughs> was, it was like, yeah, they, sever, they cut up that journalist and toss gay guys off the buildings. Yeah. But, but here's yeah. the thing. Everybody forgets within 72 hours of what happened. I, I would argue 90% of the population doesn't even know any of this Phil stuff. This is all just like hardcore golf fans that like, are in the know with the Saudi golf league. Yeah. Yeah. 90, 90% of the people that watch the masters aren't going to know about this. No, not at all. I agree. And I think the sentiment for, uh, Phil Mickelson, just with your typical average golf fans, like they'll be rooting for him. Yeah. The I love Phil. Yeah. I love him. I love him. I remember when I took my dad to the masters. Um, the reason why he wanted to go on that, I offered him any day for his 65th birthday. I said, look, pick whatever day you want. And, uh, and I'll get tickets for it. And he goes, I want to go on a Friday so I can see all the players before the cut. And I go, great. Who are the guys you want to see? 
Phil. Was he Phil? And uh, Freddie Couples. Dads love Freddie Couples. Yes, dude. <laughs> Your dad's why. favorite golfer is always Freddie Couples. It doesn't matter what why. age you are. When so, I, I mean, when I'm a dad, <laughs> my favorite golfer will just be Freddie Couples. He'll just show up. We followed him for four holes. Couldn't have been cooler to everybody. Yeah. There's only about nine of us who. <laughs> It's like nine people following Freddie Couples. Everybody else is waiting for Tiger. And as much as people love Freddie Couples, Phil Phil Mickelson, you like him despite his personality because he's notoriously a dickhead. Yeah. But for whatever reason, like he is a great person to have as a sponsor because he will go above and beyond. He's you know how you talk about Tom Cruise, where mm-hmm. you've had interacted with him and he makes you feel like you're the most important person on the planet. Yes. When he's talking to you one on one. Phil does that too. Oh, yeah. When he's hired and paid by his sponsors. (laughs) Here's the other part about Phil, because I've seen him at a few different tournaments now. He will make eye contact with people in the in the crowd and he'll also talk about his shots and things like that. And after he hits, he'll make a quip to everybody. So if he's out of bounds or close to, you know, in the gallery somewhere, he'll make he'll turn and make a quip afterwards. And it's something snarky and fun. And everybody's drunk and they love it. And he knows how to work a crowd. And he's pure entertainment. he would have been an awesome announcer when he retired, right? But I think he kind of got no, rid of that they'll option. Still take him. They'll still take him. That's just Phil, Phil giveth, Phil take it the way. Take like, it the way. It wasn't like Phil didn't do anything that wasn't on brand saying what he said about Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. If anything, and he I'll, just hurt himself because he, his rates, all these companies that dropped him are just going to sign him again in like a year at a lesser rate. So he just hurt his pocketbook. Yeah. That's it. But he'll, I think he'll, he'll announce one day. I do. Speaking of announcing, uh, there's a, another breaking news story here for uh, Thursday Night Football, which is on Amazon next year. Good luck telling the. Yeah. Is it only Amazon? Because it was both this year, right? It was Fox and Amazon. It was year? Fox and Amazon. Now it's solely Amazon. So okay. if you're at a bar, you're going to have to tell the bartender. Can you turn it to Amazon Prime for the, the Thursday night game? Yeah, I want to watch uh, two 5 and 11 teams play each other. Kirk Herbstreet is uh, going to be calling the Thursday night games, which I love. I think that's awesome. He's still going to stick with ESPN on uh, college football and still do game day and all yeah. that other stuff. He's only doing the Thursday night games. Who becomes his co-host, though, is the question. Well, it would have to be a straight man, right? If it's Herbstreet? So Herbstreet's a color guy. Well, so it's yeah. Fowler. Fowler does the Saturday night games with them, the primetime games. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done Monday night football before, and they've but who does Amazon, great at it. Who do they work with? Like, is it like a Fox-type deal? No. Oh, Amazon's Amazon. They don't work with it. They're, awesome. they're independent now. Fowler. Yeah, will, but the games that were on Amazon, I guess, in the past, they've been on what station? Uh, NFL also, Network. Yeah, also the NFL Network, and then... Uh, also Fox. Fox, yeah. Fox. Yeah. Depend- yeah, back and forth. But, I mean, Fowler will be tough, because Fowler... Uh, they're great together, and they've done it together. They're good together. Fowler would have to miss, basically, like, the first month of the season, though, because he does the U.S. Open on ESPN, the tennis U.S. Open. Uh, uh, I think he can give that up. Yeah. I think he loves it. Maybe. Like that's, I think he actually, like, really enjoys doing the U.S. Open. But the rumor is that paycheck was $100 million, Right. So. so maybe he'll take it for that. But, yeah, that's, yeah, I don't think he would – if it's relatively like a – I don't think he'd just do it for, like, a regular – See, I saw paycheck. some rumblings of Aikman jumping ship from Fox. He did. So he's, he's going to be doing Monday Night Football for ESPN. Oh, that's confirmed. Yes. Okay. So he's doing Monday Night Football for them. Now, the guy that it's in limbo Joe is Buck. Joe Buck. Well, and Joe so, Buck is not limbo. He's – He's solid. He, he'll always be there. He will always he's be a there. Fox guy. But no, where's he going to go? Because his contract is up. So he could leave. I think he's a Fox guy because I don't think he wants to leave baseball. He's got baseball. Mm. He's got the U.S. Open for golf. Yeah. Actually, no, Fox might have got rid of that deal. 
I think they might have sold I, it. I think they're out of that deal. Yeah. 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 But he I'll be gone. sad to see Joe Buck leave Fox because I I'm one of the people that actually enjoys Joe Buck. I enjoy Joe Buck. And I think he is a uh, I don't I guess he's kind of whatever in the NFL. Like I think he's fine in the NFL, but I actually genuinely love him as a baseball announcer. So I would be sad to see him leave Fox. I would like to keep him on the World Series. All of my almost all of my baseball memories as a child and certainly this year with the Braves winning are set to Joe Buck's voice. Hayden October. Joe Buck is Hayden Nickelback. It's the same thing. Yeah. And that's too strong. I but I do too. agree it's like a meme. I did too. Again, you didn't hate Joe Buck. I like Joe Buck, Buck better than I like Nickelback, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But uh, his last statement was, uh, I'm in limbo. Um, I think he's just going to go with the highest number. Because uh, they also Amazon has apparently reached out to him as well. So uh, he's got a Monday night option on ESPN. He's got an Amazon option on a Thursday night. And then he has the Fox option. Mm-hmm. He could do both Amazon and Fox. Well, look, ESPN is letting Herb Street do both. So, yeah. right. Um, but they so, also ESPN also has a deal Herb with Street the NFL. And Joe Buck. I feel like that's a good combo. Might not be bad. It's not a bad combo. I like that. I mean, Herb bad. Street. As much as I enjoy him and or whatever with like Fowler, I thought Herb Street was much better or much more enjoyable with another sassy announcer, Brent Musburger. Oh, I love Musburger. Musburger. I love fucking Brett Musburger. Brett Musburger though. was the best. Well, Brett yeah. still like, alive. He's he still is, doing, he's doing the Raiders thing. games. He's in yeah, Vegas. He's yeah. and, but I mean, but they they reti- they basically reti- forced him out, retired him. And I like Chris Fowler. Chris Fowler's no, fine. I think Musburger was more of like a personal move. He wanted no. to live in Vegas. Nope. They forced him they out. They forced him out. They forced him out. One hundred percent. All those old guys, out. they force you out, and then they all end up taking gigs with uh uh local teams. He's not even TV, isn't he? Radio? Yeah. Yeah, he's local radio. radio. Um, yeah, and there was like a, a podcast on some casino. There was a guy uh, for ESPN that I loved for years and years and years. And now he only does Giants games, San Francisco Giants games. Uh, oh, John Miller. John, no, uh, John Miller used to do Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, Charlie, God damn it, I can see him. He's got a beard, brown hair, glasses. Uh, fuck. He, Great yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it, what's his name? Uh, I'm looking it up. In the Sorry. chat. Say it in the chat here if you're watching on uh, on YouTube. But uh, damn it, dude. Who was that? Oh, Al Michaels is still out there, by the way. They're trying to. Yeah, but Al, Al Michaels is not. Yeah, he's still doing. Yeah. That's uh, Franco J. So Al Michaels is available right now. Yeah. So he could go. He could flip to that Amazon spot. Him and Herb Street would be pretty goddamn formidable in that. There's another Ohio State graduate that's available. Who's that? Sitting across the desk from me. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they let me in the booth. You don't think so? No. You and Herb Street? No, I'd love it. A little chemistry there? They wouldn't do it. Not in a million years. I've said too many fucked up shit on all these shows that like I'm I, I've I've made my bed and I'm especially lying against in Bezos it. too. And it's a yeah, yeah, dude. And now that fucking Skeet Davidson's going into space with Bezos, like fuck off, dude. Did you hear about that? No, you we'll hear about this? About, you hear about that? We'll, we'll talk about, about that. This? No, no, but I, I assume uh, I read too much is my problem. That just makes me assume that Kanye West is going to, you know, poach a fucking anti-air. No, it means he's going to go on Branson's yeah, ship. Him and Branson yeah. are about to like. There's going to be a space <laughs> war. I, I, I just, I don't even think. I, maybe Kanye goes into space and he does a Star Wars. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> at the very, at the very least, he gets a surface-to-air missile. He gets a Sammy and shoots it up at Skeets. Charlie Steiner. That's it. Steiner does the Yankees, though. Is it the Yankees? Yeah. I thought it was the, the Giants. No, Charlie Steiner does the Yankees. He left okay. for the Yankees. Are you positive? I'm very positive. Look that up, dude. Fact check Because John Miller is the ESPN guy that does 
Joe Frickleton. Shout out to Joe Frickleton. That was it. It's, it's Steiner. Um, Steiner was fucking good, man. Oh, no. He does the Dodgers. Charlie Dodgers, Steiner's on the it. Dodgers that's now. That's it. Yeah. He did, I think, originally do the Yankees. Maybe yeah. he switched over to the Dodgers. Mm. But yeah, John Miller is the ESPN dude that's on uh, the Giants because they actually took him from the Giants broadcast, that's put right. him on ESPN. That's right. And I love John Miller. He was He's great too, so yeah. great in Sunday Night Baseball. He's really that good. Sunday Night Team sucks. It's, it's trash. It's so bad. It's the worst. Uh, any updates on baseball coming back? Uh, they made some leeway on, um, they're agreeing on like certain rules and stuff like that. One of the things MLB is really interested in is, uh, streamlining play. So the players have agreed to a 14 second pitch clock with no runners on 19 second pitch clock with runners on. That's short. And then they're limiting the shift. So you're still allowed to shift. Uh, but I think what they're doing, me and Dan were talking about this the other day, what they're doing is, um... Everybody, all the infielders got to be touching dirt. Okay. So, like, you know, when you see, like, when your favorite lefties rip a fucking single, and then there's the shortstop's moved over, and he's 20 feet into the outfield and fields it like a ground ball. Like, yeah. that's illegal now. Okay. Potentially. So, all the, you can still shift. You can still put three infielders on one side or whatever, but they got to touch dirt. Yeah. Uh, so, that's the thing they've agreed upon, but they're not getting super cl- I haven't seen a lot of, like really uh what i would call optimistic they they can take their yet. time take your time baseball yeah i don't nobody's really clamoring no, for it I, nobody's I really like oh give me baseball yeah just be champion for I, two years i would yes the braves will be champions for two years i'm fine with them or just come back at the halfway point like i'm good another covid year yeah another I'm 60 game it. season i'm fine with the yeah. 60 60 actually counts 162 is too much 60 is like, oh, shit, all of them have to play every game as hard as they can. Or we make it a clown show, and it's just like the baseball equivalent of slam ball. What? It's just arcade baseball? Yeah, just make that. I I am of the opinion that they want to get serious about people getting more into every single game. I think I talked about this on a show. They need to do throw out single game records, right? Like every game counts towards your record, and whoever has the best record out of some games, you know, 92 wins, you win the division, whatever. Right. And do it record by series wins over the course of the year. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, every yeah. Three yeah you mentioned series, that last week. Yes, I think that'd be great. I think that would be. I think that would get people way more engaged. And I actually think the NBA should do that too. Ah. Also, no, fuck these players. Let's just get guys from every city to represent teams. So, like replacements, we just have all Philly dudes play for Perfect. in Citizens Bank Park. You know, Perfect. yeah, getting off their shit like old school. That, getting off your shift at the mill, right? Going to play your game, okay. and then going back. That would probably bode well for the Braves, to be honest. So I can't. I guess I can't hate Atlanta? that off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, it's they're not like near a deal right now. No, I don't think. When, they're, when, they're, when do you think it comes back? I'm I'm going to say the halfway point. I don't think it's halfway point. They probably miss. So in '95, I think they started a month late because uh, that was when the strike ended. So. I'll go with that. I'll say, okay. I'll say, they, I'll say the season starts in like May. I'll go halfway point. I don't think it starts. You don't think you play this year? I don't think baseball's ever a sport again. He hopes that. You hope that. It gives him one less team to be disappointed in. It's It'll be back. So it's just boring. whether people will care. It's the, I mean, this is the second time in three years. The owners are making strikes. more money than they've ever made off baseball in yeah. the history of baseball. Yeah. Baseball doesn't make sense. It's like boxing to me. Like, How are you paying all these guys this much money? Because they make obscene they amounts make a, of money. Yeah. 
I don't. They're, especially their TV now, deals are massive, but it's more boxing to the, me. Like that's that's money laundering. The TV deals are massive, and also people forget this now. Like half the teams in the league, like the Rangers just did this. The Braves do it. The I know the Cardinals it's have local it. Local affiliates. They though. have yeah. no, but they also own all the infrastructure around the stadiums, all the bars and restaurants and stuff like that. So all these fucking people are forced to go to like these Disneyland's. That surround the stadium. LA Live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they fucking have to spend money drinking at the bars before that that are all that like it the all of that money funnels right back to the owners. I think the Braves were making the Braves owners were making like tens of millions of dollars per playoff game just on what was spent in the battery. Oh, hundred percent. I I we've got guys um in Los Angeles, some close friends of mine. They were just rooting for the Lakers. So every Lakers playoff game was worth twenty five thousand dollars to them. Um, yeah, because of what it would bring in, and people just going to the bars, man. Yeah, even people that weren't even going to the fucking games, they were just spending money at the bars watching oh, yeah. the game. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the deeper you get in the playoffs, the more people just show up just to be around the stadium, uh-huh. just to be nearby. Like yeah. if you and and then also, I mean, I don't know if they did this for the NLCS, but I know both sides did this: the Astros and the and the Braves, and all teams do this now. Really, in most sports, they they let people into the stadium to watch the game. The away games. Yeah. Right? Yep. They do that in hockey. Like, I know the Blues did that when the Blues were in the Stanley Cup Finals. Also, best ticket in the baseball game? Standing room. You don't actually have a seat. You just kind of walk around you the park. Around, drink, you walk around, drink, $19. All you have to do is get Enter. in there. You get in there early, you get a seat at the bar. The, yep. Like, the stadium bar. You fucking you have go, the time You go life. for dollar yeah. dog night? Just crush as many hot dogs as you could? I mean, what you, was your record? Uh, one, probably. <laughs> you, you, you would only do one... I did eight. At, dog? I did eight at a Columbus Clippers game, a AAA minor league for uh, the Yankees. Yeah, uh, I did eight dogs, like fully dog loaded dogs. Uh, relish. I feel like you could do more than that. Relish, mustard, and onions. Okay. Uh, no, eight. Eight was that was where I, I fucking. I did out six in the nachos. I dipped the dog. Like the last like couple dogs, they were just like cold at the end of the night, like in the cheese that was also cold, and I just like. It's fucking good. Yeah. It's way to it's get good, it. dude. Get those jalapenos, get the pickled jalapenos on there. Pickled yeah, japs on there. I understand it. I understand it, brother. Uh, we'll shift over to college basketball here. Regular season is over. Yeah. This is where the fun begins. Mm-hmm. Woo- By woo- the way, uh, you can um, feel a little less worse about Nebraska beating Ohio State at home. They, they just did. beat Wisconsin. They just beat Wisconsin <laughs> with, at Wisconsin, home. by the way. They are now co-Big Ten champions and not solo Big Ten champions. Because they lost Nebraska. Because they couldn't beat fucking Nebraska at hey, home. Hey, don't let Nebraska the- get hot, okay? No. They win the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> They're in. <laughs> They're in. <laughs> who, who do they tie with? Uh, f- uh, maybe maybe the Purdue, I think. Uh, okay, uh, I'll read off the final standings while you're looking for that. Uh, Gonzaga came in at number one regular season. Oh, no, Illinois. Illinois oh, backdoored their way into a fucking... Cockburn, dude. Didn't yeah. they just... Did Yeesh. Illinois lose like in Iowa or no? No, they won. They, they had came to back have. and won that game. Mm-hmm. They had to have, or else they would. Yeah, they yeah. they were down like twenty. Yep, oh, they, won. they came back and won seventy four, seventy two. Uh, Gonzaga finished number one. Arizona number two. Baylor number three. Auburn number four. Kentucky five. Kansas six. Duke seven. Uh, yeah, I mean we. The Villanova best, eight. Best thing about this weekend was uh, Coach K's going away ceremony i watched it and i bet it by the way so here's the craziest spread of the weekend to me that spread was plus 11 for carolina i hammered the fuck out of that because people thought they're just gonna roll out the red carpet for coach k his guys were gonna show up north carolina is gonna lay down yep. 91 no. former players showed up uh, at that game which look if, if you've been there 
it's only about 3,300 seats in the place. Some tickets were, were courtside. We're going for $100,000. seats. Uh, 9,000 in Cameron? Yeah. Are you They've sure? expanded it's much bigger. Oh, they expanded it. Okay. Much bigger than you thought. Um, but with that, they got beat pretty handily. Handle. And then afterwards, he was so angry during that so speech. Mad. Did you watch the speech afterwards? So mad. God damn it. He did have a funny one-liner. He was like, look, we weren't good today. And he goes, I'm going to be honest. Some of you guys haven't been great over the years either. Okay. I jacked off to that speech several times this Three, weekend. Three, four times this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt terrible for him. His entire family nope. was there. No, nope. everybody Why? was there. I, it's his last game. He not his last game. Forty. How He's many still years? Got, no, he, he at least gets two more games. Last home game. That's his last home game Whatever. ever. Who cares? He coached for forty-two years. He Fuck was, that. Who cares? Fuck Coach the greatest K. of all time. Tar. Sure. Heel. Coach K. Tar. Heel. Coach K Thank is you. the greatest of all time. He's also a fucking snake, and he is the worst. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Dan also Dan hates him because he's a veteran. That's really it. That's why. Yeah, I was gonna say he went to uh, Army and he he coached under Bobby Knight. Played yep. under Bobby Knight. Yeah, yeah. Officer though. Officer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. As our other Dan would say, "Fuck him." Yeah. Um. But I, I, me personally, I was sad. What I did enjoy though was the cutaways to the crowd throughout the game because it was awesome. So you had all your villains. You had Grayson Allen. You had Christian Leitner. JJ. Uh, JJ Reddick was yeah, there. Yeah, people paying $5,000 for a ticket. Yeah. To see awesome. Coach K lose. See him lose. But he lost him to UNC. I, I know. I would have paid $5,000 for that experience. Same. It would have been awesome. Yeah, you know who, who would have paid double that is, is Dan Holloway. He loves nothing more than to be at a, uh, an away stadium for yeah. a team and watch the home team just get their throats ripped out. He's like the vampire in... Um What's the Taki Watiti fucking show? Uh, what we do in the shadows? Yeah, one of the vampires in there is an energy vampire, where they just like suck the like happiness out of like they just like are mundane and like suck the happiness out of people. That's mm-hmm. what they live on, not their blood. That's Holloway yeah. at sporting events. Like he just like lives off of. Oh yeah, just misery. Misery. Yeah, yeah. he lives it. Um, and his I called all my fucking Duke friends too, and just made fun of them back in North Carolina. I was oh, like, yeah. fuck you guys. And then the next day, exact same thing happened to Ohio State. Senior day, Michigan mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. Got beat, and they were missing their best player. He got Martellied. God damn yeah. it, dude. Yeah, Martelli. They got to get rid of Juan be- Is Howard. it weird that they're better with him? No. He's a good coach. He is? I don't he's know. I, I still don't understand why he's an assistant, but whatever. I don't either. I, that's what I was trying to figure out all day yesterday. I'm watching that game. Um, Ohio State was up by nine at halftime. Martelli made some unbelievable adjustments, and they came out and just fucking rolled Ohio mm-hmm. State in the second half. Um, I mean, it wasn't really as close as that score indicated, to be honest with you, because there was a point where Ohio State was down 12 with like five minutes left. Yeah. And I, they came back towards the end, but it, it really wasn't that close, to be honest with you. Um, why isn't he coaching? He willingly left St. Joe's to just be an assistant. He was a head coach, and he's just like, I'll go be an assistant. He's not going to win at St. Joe's. I think he'd rather go be an assistant they at Michigan. They were undefeated one year at St. Joe's. Yeah, and they were a one seed in the tournament. What was that? What year was that? 80, How many years ago? 85? No, no, no. This was, this was when I was a kid. So it was like early 2000s. So, the kid, so that happened when was, kids uh, in college currently weren't born. Delonte West. Right. You had, what I'm saying is that happened so long ago that now kids who go to St. Joe's weren't born when it happened. They only think of Delonte West as a crackhead on the streets that Mark yes. Cuban picked up. Yes. Yes. It's longer ago than you think. <laughs> David Wagner saying uh, John Wooden was the worst coach, that he had a booster uh, who paid for his players' abortions. 
I can't confirm that. I have never heard that. Story BT before, Bates also said awesome. John Wooden was a better coach, which I'm here to. I'm here to. Oh yeah, to I, yeah. Argument. Fuck man, I mean, same here, man. I mean, look, you won how many? What did they win? Like ten, ten in a row. Yeah, Something crazy. But, uh, he was like the first <laughs> coach to accept black like, players. Yeah, like integration. Yeah, He's just going against all the white teams. Well, yeah. I mean, he's smarter. That's yeah. smart. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, 100%. yeah. So he's the best coach. Like then. if a group of <laughs> giants are discovered and every other coach is like, I Stop. hate them dirty giants. Yeah. But then one coach is like, I want all the giants on Give my me team. All the giants that the coach is smart and all the other coaches are morons. Dumb. Yeah. Absolutely dumb. Uh, who wins this fucking thing? We're well, going to do, oh, we should tell, sign up for Drinker Bros Sports on Facebook. It's free. We do a, a huge tournament every year. This year, uh, we're giving away a signed Bill Walton jersey from UCLA. Uh, so it is his college yeah. alma mater, which is fucking awesome. And I, I want this goddamn thing. Uh, who wins this thing? Well, I can pretty much guarantee you Duke's making the Final Four now uh, because that'll just be a fun way. Like, everyone's like trying to get high off the schadenfreude <laughs> of Coach Gay losing. So, yeah, he'll probably be in the Final Four. This is wide fucking open. I would say, aside from maybe Gonzaga, do not be a, a slave to the AP rankings. Like, don't look at that and be like, well, they're ranked number seven. Like, that's pretty fucking... This is wide open. This, okay. Every single team has, like, glaring weaknesses. There's no... It's, it's almost the exact opposite of last year, where it's not even like the parody is like, fuck, there's just a lot of good, not great teams. Whereas, like, last year, it was just like, there's two elite teams and everyone else is going to be their bitch. There's a team no one's talking about that's won three straight. Who's that? It's a team that's experienced and made the finals last year. Who's that? Or not finals, but final four last year. Houston? UCLA. Yep. UCLA is very good. Still, they brought everybody back. No, no, no. I can't get behind that. You don't believe in Mick Cronin? I don't. I don't. I do. I love Mick Cronin. Yeah, UCLA's ranked. They're 13. Yeah. No, UCLA's great. Um, It's so hard. I can't even, like, begin... To make a prediction on that until who's I see the most entertaining the team field. and the most like probably well most well rounded slash skilled? It's Arizona. I would say it's a cop out, but I would say Gonzaga has the best mix. Of, I, I, of I actually I, I agree with Arizona. Um, they've got the the most skill. Will they win it? I, I have no idea, and that's what's going to be fun about and? this year. We have no fucking idea, and yeah. it's going to be a blast to watch. Do the conference tournaments matter? Uh, they will this year for seeding. Like it'll be especially important for seeding because, like I said, like none of these teams are like so fucking good. Matters if you know Georgetown or somebody wants to win their tournament again, right? Get, like Oregon State with whatever four wins, three wins, yeah, just tries to People win the Pac-12 again. Elite Elite Eight team, Oregon State had to win their conference tournament to even get into so the tournament. That last same year. team made the Elite Eight. Now they have three wins. Yeah, uh, it's gonna All matter. Year. It's going to matter for seeding. Like Duke need now really needs to win their conference tournament. I think. I think that last loss was so embarrassing that their one seed status is on the line. And this is the type of year, like I said, where nobody's so fucking good that they can be like, "Eh, we're a two seed. It's fine. We're going to fuck these people up. Yeah, we lost. Whatever." Like they, everyone needs to be fighting for the easiest path they can get. Well, I'm looking at this the the current rankings now, um, and you're right. If Duke wins. They're going to get a one seed because Auburn and Kentucky are ahead of them. Mm-hmm. They're going to cancel each other out in the SEC tournament. Yeah. So one of them is, is going to be out of that. And the SEC is fairly deep. Neither, neither Auburn nor Kentucky could win that. Arkansas is really fucking good. Really good. And they've been on mm-hmm. fire lately. Yeah. Um, well, just lost. But. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they've got a pretty decent team. 
Yeah. At, yeah, that's a fine yeah. loss. Tennessee, too, is another team that could win the SEC. So it's Tennessee's ranked nine. Yeah. Um, SEC's loaded. They, they are. Got, I, I don't know how, because this is a, a rarity. They've got three teams in the top ten. Welcome to the future. Really? Yeah. The SEC is already dominant in football. They, they're they just going to be a sports that conference. conference, and they're already dominant in baseball too. That conference has made a really—they're eventually just going to separate from the NCAA yeah, altogether. They, they've made a concerted effort in the, over the last like five years put money into to it. put money into basketball. Gotcha, gotcha. Because uh, the Big Ten is is still pretty fucking dominant, but the SEC is in there as well. The, but the ACC's dog shit now. Pac-12 is still kind of even worse. Pac-12 is decent. WCC is good this year. Who's taking over for Coach K? Shire. Shire, John Shire. I don't know who that is. He used Former to play for him. Player. Another okay. white guy from Duke. Thirty. Uh, he's like he's only like thirty, thirty-two. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. But is he going to draw in people to go to Duke? Is the question. It's I Duke. think uh, they have the number one, one of the top recruiting things for next year. I'm pretty sure they're one classes, T- top class for okay. next year. I think. So yeah, I think they're they're bought in for the the Duke brand. All right. We'll find out. Uh, last but not least, we'll finish this with the NBA. I talk a lot of shit on the show about my hatred for LeBron James. I watched that game on Saturday night against uh, the Golden State Warriors where he physically carried them and dropped 56 fucking points at 37 years old. Mm-hmm. And it was really goddamn impressive. Got to separate the so, art from the artist. I am. I am. So I'm, I'm here to say it was an amazing performance. He's clearly one of the best players of all time. He was bitching after the game that he was pissed off that nobody considers him a great scorer. I don't really know how that's possible just because I, I think he's already in the top 10 of scoring, maybe top five already. Yeah, I think he's yeah. top five. But I, th- I mean, when I think LeBron, I think just well-rounded facilitator. Right. Like, I actually think, yeah, like why would you want, I mean, people know he can score. I don't, that was a weird complaint. It's a weird complaint. I'd rather be well-rounded than be like, I guess, someone I consider a great scorer, but not necessarily like the best player, Carmelo Anthony. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather be, LeBron than Car- Carmelo. I don't really see. Yeah, and his I kind gripe. of think. I being, agree. I guess I don't know. The scorer label in particular has a sort of softness to it. Yes. Right. Yeah. That you don't really. Yeah, you don't want. play defense. Yeah. yeah. Like you just pad your stats. Essentially. Yeah. 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 The only two players. I mean, like, dude. Even fucking Kobe has that like scorer label over like a greatness label that I think he probably kind of resented a little bit. Being known too much as a scorer. Well, he was all defensive player, uh, all all defense team, right, but, uh, a gajillion times. But so. people really only associated him with scoring, and people had to be like, "Well, no, he was a defensive player too." Like, and he then, or he won you that. Know, some people get unnecessarily; de- they get this title that they don't earn, like Reggie Miller being a great scorer when you only average like eighteen points a game. It's a little behind the scenes here. Yeah, we're just that's crazy arguing yeah. about Reggie Miller and Reggie Miller Andre Iguodala. Before yeah, the show started. Delco, the Delco tried. Yeah, Delco tried to tell us before the show started. I was saying that how Andre Iguodala is a Hall of Fame. I didn't say NBA that necessarily. Player. I said he's probably because he, I, my argument was the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame is a joke to get into. Like the the bar to that you have to jump over to get into the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame is so low that he has a Finals MVP. He's three time NBA champion. Like he's got all these kind of accolades that. I'm sure he'll probably sneak in. No, let's look up last year. I just want to see who made it in from last year. It's bad, man. Just look, there's a lot of Hall of Famers in basketball that just do not deserve to be there. Yeesh. And I mean, Dwight Howard's going to be there soon. <laughs> okay, so... Vladi Tivok got elected in 2019, so yeah. Yeah, come on. 
He had some great years, though. That's like not a good thing. Years. That's not a that's Pull not up a great Vlade stats. That's dude. not a great argument. Pull up. So 2021, I'm looking here. It's uh, Paul Pierce, Chris, sure. Chris Bosch. Those yeah. are fine. Fine. Another Chris in here. Uh, Weber. Yeah. He had a great line. fucking career, though. Yeah. And you count the Fab Five, too, because, again, it's college, too. So it's, it's your entire basketball career. Uh, Rick Adelman. Uh, ben Wallace. Ben Wallace is nah, that's, that's kind of questionable. No way. But no. But a, like a pl- he led the world in rebounding for like and eighty years. He was like a six four center who dominated Big Ben. Five time NBA All Star. NBA. Defense. He could defend anybody. That guy wouldn't sniff the Hall of Fame in baseball. Like people would be like, no fucking way. Let me let me read you this. This is this is one liner. Okay. Four time four four time Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. Yeah. Ben Wallace and. He's not as tall as they list him. No. He's His so, afro, that, that's the only reason he had the fucking afro. I'm, like, I'm taller than Ben Wallace. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, who else went in? Oh, uh, you're right. Look, there is some NCAA guys in here. Jay Wright mm-hmm. uh, went in. Um, and then Yolanda Griffith. Well, Jay Wright has also won two national championships. Not a whole lot of coaches can say that now. I look, I'm I'm yeah. I'm on board for Jay Wright. Like, that's as, fine with as that. far as college basketball coaches go. I feel like if you win more than one, you're a Hall of Famer. I think there's a rule, not a rule, but like a soft, like unwritten rule in tennis that if you win two or three majors, like Grand Slams or whatever, you're a Hall of Famer. Right, because like if you win one, you can be Kevin Ollie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But yeah. if you win two, like yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Oof. Coot coaches in. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's well, two coaches for the international. It's it's a blanket basketball. The bar thing. is so low. Okay, you're telling me Iguodala can't clear yeah. that. I don't Iggy think he's that low. I, mean, I guess I'm just disgusted by that he has the opportunity. Yes, <laughs> and he and he has kind of. I'm telling you, behind the scenes, he has kind of like all this kind of momentum and power with the players association yeah he's a locker room guy too that he, type the, of he's gonna finagle his way in right. he averages 11 points for his career and five rebounds yes sure Everyone's yeah but there's there's some years there where it's just like he wasn't really playing that hurt that hurts your numbers yeah what reed white is asking his mugsy bogues in he's not uh, but he wasn't a Super Bowl commercial, actually. There we go. <laughs> is he really not? It's not. Wow. Just for being the tiniest player, that's not, I don't think that Badunky. really holds much weight. He's in Space Jam. Yeah, he was in Space Jam. <laughs> it's essentially like having <laughs> Nate Robinson in the fucking no, no, Yeah, that, say, uh, Nate Robinson isn't a Hall of Famer to me either. So if this is a blanket basketball award, it's a big blanket. It's a fucking AIDS quilt. That's how big that goddamn thing is then. Jesus Christ. Andre Iguodala, get the fuck out of here. Uh, fun show. It's going to be a fun week here um, at the old office, especially for you guys. Shit, you got college basketball this week? Yeah. Um, tournament has started uh, the big dance. We got how many people are in? Five? Five teams are already in? Yeah, Loyal. Sister, Sister Jean, Jean's back, be back, brother. Yeah, Loyal Chicago's back in. Yeah. Uh, just won the MVC tournament. Arch Madness, as we call it. It's in St. Louis every year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's really what they call it. No, they really do call it that. It's, nobody it's, calls it's, it that. No, that's what? It's, it's on the billboards. Yeah. Uh, there are signs that say Arch Madness. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> McDonald's I see, should be called Arch Madness, though. Really I want to see Sister Jean's birth certificate. I want to see Georgia hook up with Sister Jean. I think that'd be a fun thing. I don't know what she looks like. That's in your age range. She's like 103. Yeah, she's, she, she's I don't high, believe that. Powerful 90s. older woman. High well, 90s. Yeah, she's got the power of God on her side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She looks good in those colors. Those colors don't, don't bleed, my man. <laughs> they don't run. They don't bleed. She is a crisis actor, but 
whatever. Yeah. No, she's a Christ actor. Yeah, she's for Christ. A Through Christ, Christ is anything Christ is possible. Yeah. yeah. Through Christ, anything is possible, including this show. So thank you, Jesus. Nice tea. And yeah. my bookie. Thank you. MyBookie.com mm-hmm. promo code Drinky Bros yep. doubles your deposit up to a thousand dollars. My only uh, God. Uh, subscribe to the show. Subscribe to YouTube, by the way, if you're listening on audio. It really fucking helps. And uh, and leave a five star and a quick review on iTunes and Spotify. That's all the advertisers care about. And that's what keeps this whole fuck train going. Uh, For Delco Dan, Hot Bob, Papa Giorgio, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Monday Morning Recap Show. Good morning, everyone. Suck a dick, Reggie Miller.